You guys ready for the word? Okay, if you have a Bible, you can turn to Luke chapter 17. We'll start reading in verse 11. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go and show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. And he threw himself at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Okay? All right. Um, so this story begins with 10 men who cried out to Jesus, have pity on us. Okay. This was a cry for Jesus to have mercy and to alleviate them from their suffering. Okay. Okay. This cry could pertain to sickness as in, as in the lepers in this case, or it could refer to, to someone who is even deeply in debt or someone who is just in a difficult circumstance. It was a cry for help, but not just any kind of help. It was a cry um, for their condition to be reversed. It was a cry, not don't just help me, reverse my condition, okay? You guys okay so far? So then Jesus' response to these 10 men was go and show yourself to the priest. Because in those days, if you had leprosy and you were healed, you had to go and show yourself to the priest so that they could confirm your healing before you could enter back into society. So then it says, as they went, they were cleansed. Okay? So that means that these 10 men had to trust the word of the Lord so much that they got up and they started walking toward the temple before they ever saw any evidence that Jesus had helped them. Okay. Now this is not the message today. This is just a side note, but I wonder how much help we have missed out on from the Lord because we won't get up from our position of asking until we see the evidence that he's done something for us. Rather than asking and then getting up and responding to what he's saying, expecting that the evidence will follow our movement. All right? You guys okay so far? Okay. So as they went, they were cleansed. And as they were going, one man, he looked and he saw that he was healed. And so he turned around and he came back and he gave glory to God. And he threw himself at the feet of Jesus in gratitude, right? Okay, so this wasn't a moment where this man was just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. This was a moment where he stopped his whole life. 
okay? Because he just got his life back. He saw that he was healed. He likely had family waiting for him that he may not have seen for months or even years. He had this wonderful testimony to go and share with his community. He had a life to get back to, and he stopped everything in that moment and said, my priority is I must show my gratitude to Jesus, okay? Does that make sense so far? Um, so when he did this, um, he didn't just do this, um, he did this with his words, he did this with his heart, and he did this with his posture. He threw all that he had into this expression of gratitude, okay? You guys okay so far? So when he did this, Jesus said, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Well, wasn't he already healed before he came, before Jesus said these words? Yes. But there are two different types of healing that are happening here. Okay? When it says he looked and he saw that he was healed, that's a Greek word that means to be physically healed. Or it can, be, it can even be used in a figurative sense for, to receive spiritual healing. Okay? But when this man practiced gratitude... It, it put him into a deeper level of healing. And Jesus, when Jesus said, your faith has made you well, that's the Greek word sozo, which means wholeness. This is, wasn't just healing his physical body. It wasn't just hearing him, healing him spiritually. It was healing his soul as well. Sozo is the Greek word for wholeness. It heals our bodies, it heals our minds, it heals our heart and our emotions, and it heals us spiritually. Okay? It not only cures us from the condition of suffering we are in, it reverses our condition and brings us or restores us into wholeness. Okay? Does that make sense? Are you guys okay? Okay. So when this man received his physical healing, it was an act of mercy. But when he responded in gratitude, it took him beyond that miracle and into a greater miracle. His request uh, resulted in his physical healing, but his gratitude um, produced in him wholeness. Okay? So the practice of gratitude uh, will create for us a more healthy environment, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, okay? Now, sometimes science will catch up with scripture, and there are a lot of scientific evidence and um, studies today that prove the impact that gratitude has on our emotional and our mental and our physical health, Okay? Let me give you a few examples. Are you guys ready? Are you okay? Yes. Okay. So studies show that those who practice writing things they are grateful for on a daily basis experience fewer symptoms of anxiety and depression. They are able to function better in relationships and experience fewer toxic emotions such as anger and resentment. Studies also show that practicing gratitude affects our physical health. Those who practice gratitude on a daily basis experience fewer headaches, dizziness, stomach aches, and runny noses. 
Those who are already sick and practice intentional gratitude heal much faster. According to one study, gratitude journaling for eight weeks can reduce markers of inflammation in the body. Specifically, it, which, which specifically affects, affects the heart. <laughs> also, those who practice gratitude regularly have significantly lower levels of hemoglobin. And hemoglobin is associated with risk of heart failure, diabetes, kidney disease, and various cancers. The habit of being grateful also increases our sleep quality, which reduces stress and increases our energy. Students who practice gratitude have more confidence, higher grade point averages, and have more desire to impact their world. Gratitude. And that, those studies don't even take account, into account the goodness of God. Or what it means to belong to a good God. And it affects our spiritual health. It affects our physical health. It affects our emotions. And it affects our minds. Okay? You guys okay? <laughs> okay. So when Jesus healed the ten lepers. Um, and one of them came back to thank him. Jesus pointed out that the one who came back was a Samaritan, okay? So the Samaritan, um, the Samaritans were despised by the Jews, um, and so much so that when they were traveling from Galilee to Jerusalem, they refused to walk through um, the land of Samaria, even though it was the most direct route. They would walk all the way around it. And the, the Samaritans, in turn, resented the Jews, and there was this ongoing debate between these two people groups about who was the, the real people of God, okay? So perhaps, like stay with me for a moment, perhaps the other lepers who it is implied are Jews, perhaps they did not return um, to give thanks to Jesus because they considered healing to be their birthright. And perhaps Jews, as the true people of God that they were, perhaps they felt entitled to the miracles of Jesus because he was their Messiah. Okay? Perhaps the Samaritan was able to express his gratitude because he didn't have the same sense of entitlement. And I think that we, as the people of God, sometimes have the same temptation before us. We feel entitled to the blessing of God so much so that if we don't see evidence of what we think we need or what we desire, then we feel frustrated or resentful instead of feeling grateful for what we have already been given and also that which we have not yet received. Okay? And sometimes we feel so entitled to healing that if we have to wait a little bit for it and we don't see evidence of it right away, we get discouraged and we get defeated and we stay in our positions of asking instead of moving in response, moving forward in response to his word and um, living in the gratefulness of what he has already provided and what he will continue to provide. Okay, does that make sense? 
Now, listen, we should be in expectation of the blessing of God. We are the people of God. It is our birthright. It is our inheritance to have the blessing of God. But we have to always be mindful of the difference between expectation and entitlement. Okay? And the difference is gratitude. Okay? Expectation puts all my focus on the goodness of God. And it lives in expectation of the blessing, but it also practices gratitude for what we have been given and what we will be given. Okay? On the other hand, entitlement puts the focus on me and what I have or what I should have. Entitlement thinks about how successful I appear to other people or how successful they appear to me. So if I have a sense of entitlement, I will always live in competition with other people and I will feel like an orphan if they have something that I don't. That's entitlement, not expectation. Okay, you guys okay? Okay, entitlement is the enemy of gratitude. And we talk, we talk a lot here about toxic mindsets in our culture and how it impacts our world. And there are a few more toxic to our health than the mindset of entitlement. Especially as believers. Because there is so much that we have access to. Okay? So it's important that we're intentional about practicing gratitude with our expectation so that we don't move into entitlement. Okay, you guys okay? You're all quiet. Okay. Um, so if we have this mindset of entitlement as believers, then it will lead us into stress and denial and exhaustion and poor health. And if we have this mindset of entitlement as leaders in the body of Christ, it will lead to manipulation and insecurity and uh, elevating myself by devalu- devaluing someone else, this competition with one another, and it will lead to poor health in the body of Christ. And if we are going to be healthy um, as a body of Christ, then we have to learn the importance of gratitude and its relationship to expectation so that we don't move into entitlement and live um, with these toxic emotions all the time where we wound one another. Okay? You guys okay? (laughs) All right. Um, So we are healthy when we practice gratitude. When we don't just say thank you to Jesus because we experience something good, but where we have a habit of writing down what we're grateful for. Or we have a habit of putting our bodies regularly in a posture of gratitude. Or where we are intentional about focusing our mind on the goodness of God. You know, (laughs) when you're stuck in traffic... 
folk, like, just be grateful that you're not in that wreck that's slowing down traffic. Be grateful you have a job to be late for. Be grateful. Practice putting your mind on a focus of the goodness of God and what he has done. When you, the more you focus on what he has done, the more you can also focus on that which he will do that you have not even yet received. Okay? That's what focusing on his goodness does. Oh, man. Look at all I'm going to receive that I don't even have yet. Look at all that I have to look forward to. I live in gratefulness, not just for what I have received, but what I will receive that I have not yet. Okay? So the Hebrew word that is translated give thanks has this great picture behind it. Um, and it's the picture of like entering in, into a doorway, into the presence of God. You're coming through a door and you have your hands extended. And when your hands are extended, it's the picture of you casting down whatever's in your hands. Okay? In, in gratefulness, in a posture of gratefulness. So it has three elements to it. Three elements to gratefulness in this Hebrew word. Okay, the first one is casting your successes in humility before the Lord. Okay, and then being grateful that everything you have, everything you've done, everything you've built, everything you've accomplished begins with and came from him. So that brings us into humility. Everything I have comes from him. We cast our successes. The second thing that we do is we bring our mistakes and our failures and we lay them down at his feet and then we move into gratefulness at his great love and his great mercy and his great forgiveness that he paid a high price for us to have. Okay? So it has that element of confession. These are the things I did wrong. I'm so grateful that you, your love covers me. Your love forgives me. Your love gives me a brand new start. Okay? The third thing that it has is um, bringing in our emptiness, the places where we're empty, with expectation that he will fill us with his provision. Whatever you're going to provide, Lord, it's greater than, than I could even ask or imagine. So I bring it to you, I bring you my emptiness, and I expect you to fill me. And I'm going to be grateful for what I have not yet received. Okay? Amen? So all of these, if we practice gratitude, all of these elements come into play. Okay, we bring in our successes. We acknowledge everything we have, everything we built, everything we've done. It all comes with him. It begins with him. And then we just reflect on our mistakes and we bring him and we lay him out before him. And we're like, thank you that I don't have to take those mistakes into tomorrow. They are covered by the precious, precious, precious blood of Jesus. And I will not think that my mistakes are greater than his precious blood. I will become overwhelmed at the gratefulness at the price Jesus paid for me and the forgiveness that flows for me for these mistakes that cover these mistakes. And then I will bring my emptiness and I will be grateful for what I have not yet received because he's a good father and he's a good provider. And those are the elements that make up thankfulness um, in scripture. Okay? You guys okay? 
it's, it's really hard to stay in, a, in the toxic emotion of guilt if we are constantly grateful for the forgiveness of God. And it's really hard to stay in the toxic emotion of pride if we're constantly thanking the Lord that everything we have comes from him. This is what he enabled me to do. This is what he empowered me to do. This is what he trusted me with. It's all because of him. And then it's really hard to stay in the toxic emotion of insecurity and fear when we trust him to fill us. All of, the, all of our emptiness, all of our inadequacies, all of our weaknesses, he fills us. And it's impossible to stay in fear and insecurity when we're so grateful that he fills us. Okay? You guys okay? All right, so I thought we would end by practicing thankfulness. All right? So um, I want you just to take a few minutes just, just in your seats. Just close your eyes and, and think about those three elements of forgiveness. I mean, of uh, gratefulness, sorry, gratitude. Those three elements, like, I bring you my successes in humility. I bring you my failures. And I bring you my emptiness. And I am intentional about focusing on the goodness of God, what he has done, and what he is doing that I have not even yet received. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna close this out by, um, I'm just gonna read these scriptures that focus on thankfulness to the Lord. And, um, so I want you guys to stand. I'm going to read these scriptures over us. And uh, then we're going to just worship for a few minutes. And then you guys can be dismissed whenever you are ready. But we have some time. So I want us to just take a few minutes. Don't just hear the word. Do the word. Let's practice gratitude before the Lord. Okay? You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Pops, you can play that music if you would like. And you guys just respond however, you know, you feel like responding before the Lord. If you want to put your body in a posture of gratitude, if you want to get out a journal or your phone and start writing things down, just put your heart in a posture of gratitude. He who sacrifices thank offerings honors me and prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name, and I will give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify your name forever, for great is your love toward me. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I give you thanks for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. 
My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. He sent forth his word and he healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. Oh Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Open for me the gates of righteousness. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks for you answered me and you have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the sky. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us that your ways may be known on earth and your salvation among all nations. May the peoples give thanks to you, O God. May all the peoples give thanks to you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy for you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples give thanks to you, O God. May all the peoples give thanks to you. Then the land will yield its harvest and our God will bless us. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you, and you are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. 